being a mall Santa Claus is not designed around an 80-year-old bladder. <laughs> I want to be my current self from this point forward. I want to learn how to play piano. Working with human beings. Drinking wine in the middle of the day. I want to be a Driver. I'm going to be the next greatest painter. Just kind of work with kids, getting them ahead in life. I want to be a welder. I want to be a beach bum. I want to be a baseball player. Brewmaster. A winemaker. Professional snuggler. Let me mention those sweet, hot lavender baths and writing in the evening. What's up, everybody? I'm Blake Fletcher, and this is the Half Hour Intern Podcast, where we explore the interesting paths people take in life. Merry freaking Christmas, you guys. I'm releasing this one on Christmas Day a day early because this episode has got magical Christmas dust and magical Santa Claus dust just sprinkled all over the entire episode. So I figured it would be a good day to release it. I'm sure not many of you will listen to it on Christmas, but I just thought it would be kind of like good juju, good jumpy to uh, to release it on Christmas Day. Um, this episode is so awesome. I, a few weeks ago, was leaving Costco um, shopping, and as I was walking out, it, it's kind of in like a, uh, a shopping center mall sort of thing, and I saw all these kids lined up to to sit on Santa Claus's lap, and I was like, oh man, I gotta go see if Santa Claus wants to be on the show. So I went and I put myself in the car, came back, waited for all the kids to disperse, and then I went and I talked to Santa Claus, and he is a gentleman named Bruce, and, uh, and he was like, I would be honored. That would be great to come on your show. So anyways, Bruce came over to the house. We did this interview and it it's just so great and it's such a good reminder of kind of the the magic of uh of an entity like Santa Claus and how this becoming Santa Claus over the past few years has kind of changed Bruce's life and his whole perspective especially around the holidays. It's also interesting just to learn how much uh Santa Clauses have to work around the holidays and what their schedule is like and everything. Um anyways, just a really cool episode that I'm sure will root us all back to our childhood or just fond memories of uh of Christmas and the holiday season. So, Merry Christmas to all of you and and uh, we will be back on Thursday with a uh, with the finale, actually, of the 2016 Half Hour Intern Awards, where we go over your favorite episode of the entire year. I will see you guys then. Here is Santa Claus. Bruce, thanks so much for coming on the show. Oh, well, glad to be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I'd like to start out with how the heck do you get a job as a Santa? Like, that's the first thing I always think whenever I see a Santa in a mall is like, how is that guy even there right now? Like, who did he apply to, and how did this take place? Well, uh, in my case, uh, I was uh, I was working security at the uh, uh, Diamondback uh, Rocky Spring Training, and a guy walked up to me and said, "Could you use some extra money around Christmas time?" I said, "Anybody can use extra <laughs> money at Christmas time." Did you have your beard that you have right now? Well, Did you have I, that then? No, I had a much shorter beard. Okay, uh, this was in uh, in the s- summer and spring training, and so I uh, I let it grow from from what I had, and and uh, in December uh, I got a sign down here. But so did this guy yeah. kind of have the vision? Like when he saw you with your short beard, he was like, yeah. I think this guy would make a good Santa Claus. Well, this there's an agency, and uh, this guy owns the agency, and he was at the ball game, and he saw me, and uh, I guess he heard me, and uh, he said, eh, that guy make a great Santa Claus, and so... Uh, that's so yeah. great. It's yeah. like the way you'll hear stories of like yeah. young, good-looking people yeah. getting found at malls and stuff, yeah. like for a modeling gig. Yeah. It's like the exact same thing, yeah. but yeah. except for an older person, as yeah. opposed to yeah, yeah, that's great. Well, uh, the the agency is called a Real Beard Santas, and uh, it's out of uh, Colorado, and uh, they uh, they recruit uh, 
old guys that uh, have uh, nice looking beards. And, <laughs> yeah. and uh, I trim mine regularly for shape, but I don't cut it for length. Yeah. And uh, that's about all there was to say well, about that. It looks great. Uh, so talk to me then about the audition process. I imagine that after he pegs you as like someone that would be good, that it's not just like, oh, yeah, so just go out there and have kids sit on your lap. I imagine that they got to make sure that you're going to be a cool human being. Well, he came to the house. He talked to me, he talked to my wife. And when he found out that I had been a clown, he's one expression was, huh, you're already an entertainer. <laughs> and that yeah. was from that moment on, it just went on. Yeah. And, uh, the uh, position that I have down here is a lifetime position. Uh, the last three guys that have been in my position at uh, at the mall down there uh, have been there until they died. Wow. And so people come in and they say, oh, yeah, I have all the Santas on my mantle. <laughs> and uh, you're, uh, you're, you're the third or the fourth one that I have up there. Yeah. And... Uh, and so I'm developing a following. There. That's funny. That yeah. makes sense. I, uh, you're like leading me here with the questions. My very next question to you was going to be, do you have to re-audition every year? But I guess it's like it, there can't be that many people that look like you. So yeah. they, yeah, if they're like lucky to have you. Well, I, I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I've been stuck with me all my life and I'm not, don't think I'm that lucky. <laughs> So how you you said this is your third year that you're doing this? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Cool. Please tell everyone what the hours are for a mall Santa because I the, I was like blown away when you were telling me about this. Well, uh, I start the day after uh, Christmas, and I don't have a day. I mean, excuse me. I start the day after Thanksgiving, Black Friday, and I don't have a day off until Christmas Day. Uh, on. Uh, Saturday or Sundays, which is my shortest day, I work from 11 in the morning until 6 in the afternoon. On Friday and Saturday, I work from 10 in the morning till 9 at night. That's 11 hours. And uh, getting the breaks in just depends on, you know. Uh, the, being a mall Santa Claus is not designed around an 80-year-old bladder. <laughs> i could only imagine yeah so if it's a busy like on saturdays is there just a line the whole day oh yeah now today they they started lining up at nine o'clock this morning i didn't get there until around 10 i usually get there an hour before i go on and uh, i'm there for i i usually get dressed and then i have a cot in my dressing room i lay down and relax and uh where's your dressing room at like in nordstrom's or something or where no, do they it's put upstairs that? uh well there's some abandoned offices up there and i have a small one it's about eight by eight and uh, every year i go in take the junk out of it and, and uh, set up my cot and uh, my chair and uh, i sat in there for about well i'm in there i practically live in that room for a month yeah yeah Man, that's crazy. Yeah. So how many, what would the total hours be a week then? Like uh, 70 or something? Last, oh, I don't know. Last year I did 254 hours. I haven't calculated. So when it's four weeks straight, basically. Right, yeah. So four weeks of zero days off. Right. That's just so, so, so crazy. Yeah. I could only imagine like what that starts to do 
to you mentally. And it's so funny because this is this job where you're supposed to show up like bright eyed and bushy tailed and so happy to talk to everyone all the time. Yeah. Do you find that you're becoming like better at managing your emotions and like manipulating your emotions in front of people because of this job? Because you like have to put on this smile every single day when you're like completely worn out. Well, there's a spirit that goes with it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, if you have the right mindset, and mindset is a huge thing, uh, it's it's so beautiful and so tragic that uh, you don't notice the time. Yeah, you mean uh, it's like a wonderful thing just to yeah. be a part of and to be yeah. like wearing the suit. And oh, I, that you excited. cannot imagine the love in children uh, up to the age where they're destroyed by by reality yeah. <laughs> that that yeah. does come into the picture but uh uh they do so many beautiful things and uh, my wife was there one day and somebody addressed her as mrs santa and all the kids went over i mean she was just in her street clothes and the kids went over and grabbed her around the legs and, and told her how much they loved her and she was just overwhelmed that's so cool yeah and uh and then it, it, there's the other side of the coin. Uh, one trip, I was sitting there, and uh, it was quiet evening, and I don't know exactly what was going on. I don't even remember the day. And this beautiful little girl came up, and uh, she sat down in my lap, and she says, Santa, I just want to feel better. And I, big old dumb Bruce, I said, oh, honey, what's wrong? Well, I just had surgery, and I, I just want to feel better. Well, I said, oh, honey, what did you have surgery for? Well, I have colon cancer, and uh. they just took half my colon. Uh. Well, uh, this is a 10, 12-year-old girl talking to me. I mean, it's not an old lady. Yeah. Your heart just, well, as a matter of fact, you can see I'm clouding up right now. Yeah. It's got to um, be hard not to cry like right then and there and yeah. just try to. Oh, yeah. And it goes, it, the other the other side is. Uh, I have a lot of children who come to me, and uh, they just uh, uh, they just want to get their parents out of jail. Yeah, it, 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 that's the that's the beautiful tragic part of it. And then there's the uh, the little boy who uh, comes in and uh, he says, "Oh, Santa, all I want for Christmas is a Glock and a box of ammunition." What do you say to him? <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah. There's just yeah. like an extreme range, I guess, of yeah. emotions that you must yeah. feel depending on the children. And, uh, yeah, and uh, I get a lot of adults that come to see me. Today, I was coming down from my uh, second break, and uh, there was a great big uh, powerful man sitting on the stairs crying. And I had to walk around him. I, I have a bad knee, and I always use the handrail on the right-hand side. And he was sitting up against the right-hand side. So I couldn't get by him. So I had to kind of make sure that I could get over to the handrail on the left side to get around him. And he says, oh, Santa, he says, I'm so glad to see you. He says, uh, he says I want you to do me a favor. He says, my wife, and I haven't seen my kids for four months. He said, I've quit the the marijuana and I've quit the alcohol and I want to be a better husband, but my wife won't let me see my kids. And they're going to be here today and they're going to see you and find out what they want for Christmas and tell me. 
Well, I never saw him again, and uh, I wouldn't have known who his children were. Yeah. But the th- the thing was that his emotion, he was a full-grown adult come to talk to Santa. Yeah. And uh, I've had a... It's like the same similar, a similar reverence that people would yeah. give to a priest or something like that when they're speaking with someone, it's, you It's know? different. Uh, it's different. Uh, they... There's a trust there, uh, yeah. And with a with a priest as a as an intermediator to God, and Santa is isn't in the God category, uh, but there's a there is a an inborn trust there. Mm-hmm. And I remember one couple of years ago, first year I was there, I had a three hundred pound Navajo sit down in my lap and explain to me how much he loved me, you know. Uh, the whole thing That's goes on and on and on. Yeah. And, uh, I have some beautiful experiences and, uh, uh, and then of course I have the ones that I have to choke back. Yeah. Yeah. So, so tell me more. It's funny. I wanted to ask you about your, uh, if you had any sort of pre Santa ritual and you already mentioned the fact of getting there early and you lay down on your cot, which I feel like is such a phenomenal idea because it, I, this because of the number of hours you're working and the headspace that you need to be in, this does not at all strike me as the type of thing where you can like run in it, kind of late, you know, and like haphazardly put on your Santa outfit and just run out there. It's like, it makes sense that you would almost need to like meditate, like, you know, get in a clean mindset before you walk out yeah. and, and say hi to these people. Um, other than laying down, is there any sort of like pre ritual of like getting in the Santa mindset or something? Well, I pretty much stay in the Santa mindset for the entire uh, season. And uh, most of the people that know me, close to me, call me Santa They all year round. Uh, so I go in and do a put myself in a state of uh, relaxation and uh, what, what I refer to as power napping. And uh, if I can totally relax for five minutes, I can get the equivalent of, two or three hours sleep mm-hmm. so that it puts puts my mind and my body at, I know that sounds like foolish. No, not at all. But uh, it, it puts my mind and my body at rest. And, uh, and uh, so then when I, when I get up, I'm ready to go. I, yeah. It takes me about five minutes after I'm on my feet, I have to put on the belly vest and put on the jacket and then, I don't know why, but I always comb my hair before I put the hat on. Yeah. I don't have, have any idea why I do that, but. All right. So once you wake up from this power nap and you put on your suit and you head downstairs, do you have a particular talk track that you kind of like have to say to every kid or do you have mm-hmm. autonomy over how you're, how no, you're acting? Except I never make a promise. If you don't make a promise, you don't have to keep it. Yeah. Do kids I, ask you that a lot? Like, do you promise that this will happen? And Oh, no, 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 no. But I always say, well, I'll check the warehouse or uh, she, I can work with that or uh, that sounds like a good idea. I never say you will because uh, I don't want to disappoint anybody yeah. uh, needlessly. And Do you, you ever have kids that ask for like a Ferrari or, you know, like a pony or something that it, you, it's like, you know, that their parents absolutely cannot get this for them? Oh, no. Uh, puppies. 
Puppies are a good one. I get a lot of requests for puppies. Today I got a request. I want to see my dog. I want to see my dog. I said, well, what happened to your dog? Where is your dog? Well, we had to give him away because he was chewing up all my toys. Well, what I do is I I say to him, uh, look, if you want a puppy, I got to talk to your mom. Because puppies have to be fed every day. They're a big responsibility. They have to be watered every day. They have to uh, be walked every day. And it's a fact. Puppies do not wear diapers. And somebody has to clean up the mess while they're learning to go outside. And the kids will accept that. I was going to say, the kids just like, damn it, Santa. I was hoping you would say something else. Yeah, yeah, well, uh, you got to be honest with them. You can't lie to them because they'll catch you. And uh, kids are smarter than you think. Uh, I, I, every once in a while, I get a six or seven year old with the with a thirty year old intellect, and they ask questions that you cannot believe. You know, now like when they ask about the reindeer, when they ask about the reindeer, I always tell them, "Well, I had to send them home because a the weather here in Phoenix is much too warm for them, and they begin to molt." And then when they go home, they'll be cold. And besides that, the uh, reindeer eat a very delicate moss that grows under the uh, snow. It's called lichen. And it's very like a, a very, very delicate lettuce. And so when they come down here, they have to eat alfalfa. And it sometimes it gives them a tummy ache. That's so great. I love yeah, it. Yeah. And so the kids who are all like really scientific are just yeah. like, oh, yes, that, that, that makes a lot of sense. Thank you, yeah. Santa. Something that I see very frequently is that babies seem to be like terrified of Santa Claus. It's like the kids, once they hit like two or three years old, it, it like becomes cool. But a lot of photos that I see, like my sister's kids were this way. Um, that each one of their very first times with Santa, like they just cried, you know, and the, the older sibling was totally mm-hmm. cool. Um, is that pretty common? And what is it like when they, when the parent like places a kid on your lap and the kid just immediately starts crying and you're just sitting here with a crying kid? Well, in the business, we refer to them as screamers. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, they, uh, I, I suppose in the beginning, I, I was probably a little emotional about it, but, uh, anymore, it's just something that happens. I, I've, it's kind of like, uh, what do they say? You grow immune or uh, uh, anesthetized or uh, yeah. uh, so that uh, they, uh, uh, they you just hold them. And uh, yesterday I had two, one on each hand. And when you got a screamer on with the left hand, a screamer with the right hand, you're holding them down. Uh, I like the ones with the soft shoes. <laughs> uh, the uh, uh, the ones with the uh, they they give them logging boots, and uh, then they pound their heels into my shins, and I, I really don't appreciate that, but it happens. Yeah, and uh, then uh, they have a tendency to uh, they will arch their back, push their belly out against your arms. Yeah. Trying to get away. Yeah. 
And, uh, of course, I'm prepared for it, and so I just sit there and smile <laughs> and hold them and hope that mom figures out that we have a problem here. Yeah. And, because if you, lose, if you drop them, uh, oh, yeah, you got point. a lawsuit. Yeah, of course. So you just, you just deal with it. Yeah. So how about kids that are really bratty? So with the crying kids, it's like you just got to try to hang on. What do you do when you get a kid on your lap that's just like giving you a bunch of lip and being a little tiny pile of crap? Like, what do you do with a kid like that? I'm still waiting for him. <laughs> You've been pretty no, good. No, they, 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 they have an awe. Even the, the bratty ones, they have an awe. It, it's the, I can't, it's, it's the entity, it's the spirit, it's the. Uh, like the aura. Aura is a good word. It's not the word I was looking for, but it's a good one. And and it, it permeates outside of my personality. You know? Now, Bruce, me, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not anything like Santa Claus. That's got to be interesting and, and kind of cool for someone that um, that is a little bit more of like a lone wolf type of person, that it's almost like you get to have these two separate personalities and these two separate life experiences. It's like, like you just said, like you refer yeah. to yourself as Bruce yeah. and then it's like Santa. Yeah. So it's like it, you get to live these two di- mm. very different lives. And that's a nice thing. Cause most people don't get the opportunity to really put on two different masks like yeah. that. Well, I, I, uh, I started doing that early, uh, uh, when I was in the circus, uh, rags, uh, lived in a bag and, uh, rags is a, is a, a shirt and a pair of pants and some shoes and a makeup kit. And when Rags comes in, he's a, he's a total extrovert. And uh, I, myself, am an introvert. In uh, matter of fact, I have been referred to as an overcompensating introvert. <laughs> uh, they tried to get me to do stand-up up at the club up here and... Uh, I said, uh, I've never done stand-up. What would uh, what would I say? And the guy said, uh, you step up there, start talking, somebody will laugh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I didn't do it, but I kind of wish I had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think you'd be good yeah. at it. Yeah. Bruce, what is the pay like for being a Santa? And since you are working just constantly every week, do you get paid overtime, I imagine, right? There's not like some sort of overtime loophole where you don't get overtime? Now I have a flat contract. Oh, really? Yeah. So that is the overtime loophole, is that you have yeah, a flat contract? Yeah, that's the overtime loophole. <laughs> now, I, have a, I have a very generous contract. Okay, cool. And uh, uh, any, any guy with an outward uh, personality and, uh, and uh, wants a position, uh, the, the uh, uh, agency that I work for places Santa Claus all over America. And... Uh, what, is, what do you think would be like the young end that you could be to be a Santa Claus for the winter? Hmm? Like how young could you be and still be a Santa Claus for the winter? Like, Well, I don't think it's a matter of age as so much as it is uh, beard and personality. Right. If you have the attitude, uh, you could be a Santa Claus at 20, you know, but you've got to, uh, there's a certain thing that maturity brings to it that uh, is, uh, I don't know if it's required, but it's damned handy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. And uh, so 
Uh, I, yeah. Uh, I find that age sort of softens people and like retirement softens a lot of people. So it makes oh, sense. Oh, I'm that much it, softer than I was when I was young. Yeah. Which in yeah. Santa's, that's like his prime attribute, right? Is that he's like yeah. a very soft person. Yeah. So it makes sense that yeah. age would help out a lot. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and start to wind this thing down here, Bruce. I would love to know your perspective looking back on these last three years and like, I guess maybe heading into this was your idea more just like, Oh, it'd be cool. Like, like that guy said, could you use some more money around the holidays? Like, yeah, it'd be cool to have some more money. Do you now feel like very fortunate, I guess, to have had this experience? It sounds like you feel very endeared to this whole life and in this role. And it's like almost like this torch was passed to you, you know, it's it's a serious part of my life now. Uh, and it will be as long as I'm here. Uh, and, I, I get I get frustrated uh, uh, with the uh, business end of it. I, I don't care. For, I, I like the children. I don't care much for the business end of it. Yeah. Uh, I, re, I, I come from a time when uh, Santa, they didn't have pictures, and uh, you went and talked to Santa, and he gave you a candy cane, and, uh, and uh, he... Uh, it was a miracle on 34th Street thing. Yeah. Today it's a business. It's a photo. It's a photo company, and uh, it's it's different. And now with a computer, and the instant uh, printouts, uh, it it's it's a long way from what I what I uh, learned as a child. Yeah. And uh, back when uh, Santa Claus was my hero. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Well, now you're all these kids heroes. It's so awesome. Yeah, but I'm I'm just amazed every year at the at the people that uh, uh, that uh, come by and uh, they they tell me their stories. Uh, one woman came by yesterday, and she said, "Oh, Santa, I want to thank you." And I said, "Oh, what did I do for you?" Well, I wanted a new car, and I asked you for it last year. And I got it. I, <laughs> I said, you got a new car. I got you a new car. She said, well, she says, uh, uh, my husband was in Las Vegas. He won a new car, and he gave it to me. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. She said, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, You didn't even know you were so powerful. Yeah. Another lady came by and said, you know, I just need a, I just need a, a, an apartment to move into by the first. They're, they're closing my building. So see what you can do. And uh, she says, there's probably not much you can do, but see what you can do. Yeah. And uh, it, 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 like I say, it runs a full gauntlet. Yeah. From the boy that wanted the Glock to the girl that just wanted to feel better. Yeah. And everything in between. You cannot, and you don't know what the next one is going to be. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of them are just loving little children. You get to see every facet of the human diamond. And they don't all sparkle. Yeah. 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 And so as as a closing moment, I'll tell you what my grandpa always used to say. Grandpa always told me, he says, the earth is round and spinning. That explains why half the people on it are dizzy. (laughs) As to the other half, there's simply no explanation. (laughs) I didn't understand grandpa. I think he was a philosopher. Yeah. yeah. He's the fella that said to me, he said, boy, he said, you have to watch people. 
He said, people ain't nothing but smart monkeys. Some of them ain't that smart. And you'll probably edit that out. No, I love that. Those are wise words. Your grandpa was a smart man. Cool. Well, Bruce, let's leave it out on that. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Hey, everyone. It's Blake. I hope you all enjoyed the episode. Now it is time for something very not Santa Claus related. A week from Monday, I will be doing an interview with a sex educator um, that kind of helps men and women with their sex life and answering questions and doing different tutorials and this and that. So anyways, if you have any questions that you would like me to ask, we are going to be doing a two-part episode. One part for women, so all questions women-related, and then one part for men, so all questions being sent in by men. So if you have any questions that you would like to ask somebody that knows absolutely everything there is to know pretty much about sex and the world of sex and sex life, um, kind of like a like a love line with Dr. Drew or something like that. Think of it like that. Um, go ahead and email me your question and I will be sure to ask that on the, uh, the interview and I'll give you a shout out when I ask your question. So um, you can email me at Blake at halfhourintern.com or just click on the email link on the website at halfhourintern.com. And um, that episode should be coming out sometime in the new year. Thanks so much for listening, you guys.